What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dynasty Logics. We're here. I'm Bobby, and over on the other side, what's going on, Tom? Hello. Today, we bring to you the latest edition of the Dynasty Logics catalog, which is going to be our outlook on the 2021 IDPs. IDPs are a very, very special place in our hearts. We love IDPs. Uh, fun, uh, fun, fun. It's one of the funnest parts. Oh, I, I can't. I mean, I love IDPs. It's Bobby, a lot of fun. Control he can't control I, himself right now. He's so excited. He's bursting at the seams. This is right in his wheelhouse. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Oh, it's gonna. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the episode. Up and down, left and right. Um. But in all, in all seriousness, I think what we're going to be bringing to you is just a little bit of insight as to what we think 2021 is going to be uh, for some top-end guys, some mid, mid-round mid guys, and, you know, uh, those sleepers that we love to bring to your attention. So, Tommy, yep. what do you think about uh, – what do you think we're going to be talking about at IDPs? Because I know I said one way – God knows whatever I just said. You could throw right out the fucking window. So no, no you're 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 right. I mean, we're we're gonna name drop, right? We're gonna call this IDP name drop. Are we gonna talk about every single IDP player? No. Are we gonna rank IDP players for you? No. We're just gonna give you names, right? We're gonna generally just talk about guys that we kind of like. Some of them we roster, some of them we don't. Um, and they're just names to keep an eye on, you know. And then IDP is one of those fun things where you can you can really help your roster by finding value in IDP, right? And this is the time of year I think you can you can find it, right? And you can track it a bunch of different ways, which we've talked about numerous times on podcasts. Like IDP is the one spot where the guy really doesn't have to be great, right? He can be a, a air quotes Bobby calls serviceable, right? A guy who just fills the role because they don't really have anyone. And he just gets tackles, right? Those guys stick sometimes, right? Those guys stick and they sometimes impress, right? Um so I mean, that's. Do you want to throw the first name drop in there now with Neville? Neville serviceable. I mean, it's funny. You're right. I mean, Neville was a guy who was serviceable. Um, and I've had people arguing about Neville about the talent and didn't get the time and the share, and that could be. But I mean, the guy ended up starting a linebacker for a team who basically everyone died in the team. It was a great, yeah. But that's a find you can find on your waiver wire. Like those are guys who are great. You can track like. And even now, like those are guys you can pick up, you know, I mean, if you really want to go deep on linebacker and Bobby's the linebacker whisperer to go find him a free agency, right? I have a tendency to draft linebackers and hold them in weight, but Bobby finds them on free agency because he finds that second linebacker, the backup, the third with a talent and slides into the spot, right? What was the kid from the Bears? Uh, Nick, uh, and then he went to the Raiders. He was another example, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Kwiatkowski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's potentially so, Nikki K. Right? We got we got Nikki Nikki K. Was yeah, the Nikki guy K. That, I like yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, right. Nikki K. Was, yeah, he was he was you know he was buried a little bit 
on the Bears, and they came in. He was serviceable. Like guys like that will come in and get you know jobs. Like a guy like Littleton, who you had, who was really good a couple of years ago. They'll you know they'll come in. Um, but I'll tell you this: we're not going to talk you know rankings. But I will tell you that my number one IDP guy, right, and a guy who's at a hundred tackles two years in a row. And a guy who is an absolute IDP buy because for some reason he just doesn't appear in top five lists. And I've seen top 10 lists with him not on and it's crazy. And that's Zach Cunningham from the Texans. Right, this kid's just a tackle machine. Two years in a row, over 100 tackles. Right, he's all over the field. I, mean, I don't know what else you want from a guy. Who, I think he's the only guy to have 100 tackles two years, last two years in a row, right? Tom, I really can't understand why. I don't know what it is that that you're starting to look at, and I believe you that what you're seeing, he's not on the list because he is a he's a sneaky pickup for, uh, you know, as as you're drafting. I've done plenty of IDP leagues where you can grab him as almost your seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. Uh, linebacker, and for whatever reason, he's not there, and he's he's a great linebacker to pick up. Um, you know, he's he's forever just in the thick of things. Um, Cunningham's a a, a a great personality uh, in the locker room, but more importantly, uh, he's fantastic on the field, and um, he does damage. He he goes to work, and the tackles. Tackles equal points, and depending on the um, depending on the way your IDP structure is in place, yes, there might be variables where you may get more points for an interception, or you might want like a, a an interception for a touchdown, or whatever the case is. And those are great, but you're chasing unicorns. You know what a great unicorn is? The interception for the touchdown by a linebacker who already got you 15 points earlier that game—that's beautiful. <laughs> it's game changing. That's game. That's it's game changing. I mean, that's right. Right. I mean, you want you know that's why we talk about linebackers, especially IDP. Um, and when we talk about IDP to preference, um, we play full IDP. Right. Um, two defensive ends, two defensive tackles, four corners. Uh, sorry, two corners two safeties, and four linebackers, right? Um, and our scoring is linebackers and corners and safeties get 1.7 for a tackle, um, and DNs and D tackles get two points, right? So is it – and it's not a sack-heavy league. I think it's five points. Uh, no, it's 1.7, two points a sack. Right? So it's not a sack-heavy league, right? So you want tackles, right? You want the guy in the field who's going to tackle all the time. And I'll put Cunningham in this perspective, right? He's a guy where if I'm in a draft – I'm drafting IDP and you want to save value or you're bummed out. You don't get Roquan. That, that's, that's, that's where it is. Like that, that's where, and I love Roquan. Like Roquan is like, great, Right. But that's why I applauded you when you drafted him. Uh, that's it. I mean, unfortunately my transition between finding linebackers back in the day and building up enough draft capital where I've been able to draft linebackers because I've had extra higher picks and, in those situations, but it's still evaluating talent, right? And, and guys, Cunningham's a guy who I had, you know, a couple of years ago, and I liked in talent. Tom, I wanna, I wanna take this part of the conversation because you're saying higher draft capital, late as if 
to second or third round was the standard for for picking up quality players like this. The truth was it was a third, potentially fourth round pick earlier on. What ended up happening over the years, or at least, and this is where it's a know your league type of a situation over the years, our league has shifted because there's been some asshole who started taking guys in the linebacker in the second round early. But not only that, it's because it's been identified <laughs> that they yeah. matter, that the position matters and can be. But it, it, let's put it into perspective, right? If you're saying that your wide receivers can put up anywhere between a, a shitty wide receiver day is eight to 12 points. That's a shitty wide receiver day, or is that a good, you know, a standard wide receiver day? Not your standard. Eight to eight to to twelve. He's a bi week fill in, I guess. I don't know. Like bi week fill in, right? Uh, Okay, I guess. All right. So if if you're getting a linebacker who's getting you anywhere between twelve to eighteen, that and you have four of those on your roster. You're you're doing you're doing some pretty good work. Yeah, I mean, I mean, absolutely. I mean, linebackers, you know, change points. I mean, I know in our league to put it in perspective, like you know, if you put it like a points variable, um, you know, I think the uh, what was it the uh, uh, Corey Davis had like a two hundred and three points, right? And he was the 20, 29th wide receiver in our league, right? We play four wide receivers. That's that's forty wide receivers in a ten man league, right? That's gone. Right. The top two linebackers got 200, right? And you could get those maybe a little bit cheaper and get a sneaky, you know, almost a third wide out, right? You can get a sneaky fourth wide out, right? You can get the sneaky little guy. And you're right about the second round, you know, transition. And, you know, I, I had draft capital and I loved searching and finding linebackers. But it was it was nice to be able to go identify the talent in the draft because a lot of times you see those top tier linebackers who come out the board first and they're worth the pick. Like, you, you know, a guy like Roquan was worth the pick, you know, a uh, guy I drafted years ago, Keekly. Uh, and I'm an old school inside linebacker. I mean, you, you know, so those guys, yeah, I paid a little bit, you know, more for um, a guy like Kendricks, who's just solid, reliable, safe. Those are the kind of guys I like. I want the safe guy who's got the starting inside job, who's going to make sure I'm like on a bad year, he's getting me 80 tackles, 85 tackles. Every year he's there. He's boom, boom, boom. Like maybe he doesn't sack a lot, but like, you know what? I want to, I want at least two solid middle inside 90 tackles every year. I'll, I can get, I can get the variance on sacks and everything else, you know, special guys and, and come later. Um, so that's why I love a guy like Cunningham. Right. And that's, you know, and that's not a knock on like Roquan because I love him too. And this new breed of linebackers just like him. Um, you know, like old reliable, right? Mr. Mr. David Lavontaine, old reliable, right? That guy's just a tackle machine, right? You, you don't have a worry. The guy never comes out of your lineup, right? You just all of a sudden, you're like, oh, okay, well, here's, you know, whatever, 12 points, 14, 16 points. Like, clock. He is the guy. He is the reason why when I traded him to you back many moons ago, I realized the value of a linebacker very quickly. He's the sole reason why. 
not only because is he still on your roster, and I've had many of players that I've drafted die on my roster, and he's still playing, a la Andrew Luck, right? But I saw the value that he actually showcased long-term. So those, the and I'll keep going back to this. So, uh, but I don't want to beat a dead horse either. So do you have other players that you wanted to bring up? Um, yeah, I mean, because we don't just talk about linebackers, obviously. The other key to that statement is is the safeties, right? The safeties who now God, play like I love that. safeties. Right, that box tackle, the box safety. Yeah, and me and you both love safeties because that's another hidden gem, right? And that's a guy that me and you, you know, you know, scouted and started doing years ago where we were the ones who started drafting a little earlier in rookie drafts, like the fourth round, fifth round. And people were like, really? I'm like, this guy's put up 200 points. Like, I, you know, I remember, you know, I, Jamal Adams, right, is a perfect example. Landon Collins he took, right? And another guy who's been the top basic safety the last two years, and that's Buda Baker, right? He's another guy at IDP, right? Because – if you can't get linebacker, right, go get a nice safety. A guy like Baker is all over the field on a team like Arizona, right? And he does all the little things, right? It, plus, he's a tackle machine, right? He had like 90 tackles last year. I know he hit 100 the year before, right? He's on the field. He's healthy, right? I, I, want, I want a guy like that. And, again, do I love a guy like, you know, Devin White? Yeah, we're not knocking on these guys. But there's sometimes a little value in the second-tier guy like, Maybe people think Adams is the top guy, which is fine to me. I think I think Adams is too. I think Baker is the best safety, right? That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a guy who should be maybe in the top five, and maybe people have him outside for different reasons, and you can get value for him and get him a little bit cheaper. But you just want a guy on the field. Like a guy who stays on the field is going to get tackled. Like that's what I want. All right, I want a guy who's three downs and he's on the field. Like I don't love the outside linebacker unless, you know, it's a variance. Um, I mean, Hicks was good about it, but he never came off the field. Um, you know, Broquan does it, but they don't they don't come off the field. Right? So, that I mean, that's the key. That's what y'all you're looking for, RDP, a guy who doesn't come off the field. Like, he's the middle inside linebacker and he's three downs, or he's the outside and he's three downs. Like, he doesn't come off the field is what you're looking for, right? And the less players around him, the better, right? He'll just get, you know, tackles, you know, by absolute chance. Um, and you know, solid guys like that, like Blake Martinez, right? He's a perfect example. Like another lock solid, like one of the most safest. Him and Joe Schober, right? Two very identical guys to me. No matter what team they're on, they just walk in there and they get you 85 tackles. Right? They walk in the middle, right? Be like they don't cover great, they don't do this. I'm like, no, no, no. all they do is get you 85 tackles. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. And not to worry. You know, right? I was getting excited because you were just out to talk about safeties. And then you sag on me again and go back to linebackers. But I'm not going to disagree with you because you're just talking about all the players that you've mentioned are all great players that I've either owned, sold, or still have on my roster to a certain degree. A player that was not mentioned yet, but will be mentioned right now, Keanu Neal, went healthy... Thank you for splitting the difference. This is why I did that. Safe, <laughs> safety linebacker. Who's the safety linebacker? Go ahead. <laughs> Keanu Neal just went to Dallas and went from being a safety and now will be announced at some point. He's already been announced uh, but hasn't been uh, officially designated 
as a linebacker. So I'm dun, very dun, curious. Dun, there, oh, the hidden subconscious lead in like that. Come on, have faith. <laughs> I'm <laughs> very, nice I'm very curious as to what Dallas is going to do as a collective with, uh, with their defense this year. Um, I think it's it's one one to watch, uh, considering the amount of draft capital they've put into it. Um, that situation, right? What you just talked about with, with with Neil, that's the thing to watch, right? In my mind, right? Because I don't see him playing. Maybe like a, I think he's going to be a different, you know, safety moving the linebacker where we saw like mm-hmm. a Mark Mark we saw like a Mark Barron, right? Right, move mm-hmm. from safety to linebacker. He did it because they had no linebackers on the team. I honestly think that Neil, they're basically just going to let him run around. And I'm curious, he always plays the, that chin role. Like, is he really going to be a true linebacker? I, I just want him on the field. Jeremy yeah. Chin, what a beautiful, right. beautiful name. That on, man is friggin' everywhere. On, on the field, right? That's what I want. I just want a guy who's on the field. Right? Talent will fall, right? That's but the truth want. is, you got to stay on it. And I Keanu see. just just puts his body on the line in every play to the point where he just can't stay on the field. So he's the biggest roll of the dice, but they have enough on, on that roster to supplement and maybe actually give this kid the ability to get healthy. Yes. And you're right. And that's where you hit, right? So those are the guys you hit on because you're picking up or you're going to get, or you have a Neil Right, not as your starter. You're not picking him going. Who's going to be my starting linebacker? You're picking him up to hope, like you sh- he shows promise and he stays healthy. And then all of a sudden, now you got an extra really good linebacker on your bench. Right, that's what you're going to pick a guy like that. And, that, and that's a perfect situation. Right, that's what we talk about IDP. You can find situation like a guy changes teams and he might change positions. Like, like, like bonus. All right, I'll take that all, all day. I mean, safety linebacker. I, I want you on the field up the middle, just making tackles. And, and you're right. You're right. A guy like Neil, who you, every year he's going to be great. He's going to be great. And I, I kept rooting for this dude. And every time he got hurt, I literally wouldn't call Bobby for like a couple of days. Like, I can't even call him right now. That guy just keeps dying. <laughs> but hey, you stick with it. Talent's there. We don't, we don't agree. So, I mean, and that's another situation of IDP you can find this time of year. You know, you can find a team who doesn't have safety. And the perfect example before, of that. Go ahead. So, 2016, 2017, he had great years, right? 2018, 2019, both years this. he died. 2020, he was starting to have a great year, had 77 tackles, was on his way, 10 tackles for a loss. He was so, showing so much promise. 23 assists. The kid was everywhere. Two passes defended. It's everything you want to see. He had one interception, one sack, and what happens? Your boy dies. Again. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. And Atlanta does. just couldn't hold on to him any longer. Why would to you be do, fair? Do you blame? I mean, yeah, exactly. Do you, you don't you don't blame him at that point, right? And Atlanta actually did a really good job of backfilling him. Um Perfectly off the top of my head. Off the top of my head, I forgot the the name of the gentleman to you. Hawkins. Tom Hawkins. I believe that's a that is a a great name. Uh, as a matter of fact, I can pause this. I mean, I'm sure, hopefully find I'm the sure, kid. I'm sure he'll beat out Deron Harmon. You know, I'm not worried about that. He's gonna. It's it's Hawkins, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you got him and Jerron Harmon. No, I'm really, I'm really scared of any of that. Who else? You got free safety. Richie, uh, Richie Grant was the one they, they drafted too. Probably gonna play free safety. So yeah, I want Hawkins or Grant. Do I know which one's gonna be the tackle machine? No, but they have nobody else. With that second, honestly, like Atlanta's a secondary. Like if I'm looking for like cheap IDP in the secondary, I'm going to Atlanta and I'm going to Dallas because those secondaries are atrocious. But I want someone who's gonna stay on the field because they're gonna get tackles. Because if somebody's decent, you know what I mean? Like that Atlanta secondary, that's going to be a nice cheap hit rate if you can hit on one of those safeties right there. It's a good spot. Um, and that's what you can look for IDP. You can look for easy stuff like that. You're like, well, I don't know IDP. I don't know these guys. Like, I don't know the players. Look at a team. Like, look at look at a team's roster. And, it, like, if you're a football fan and you don't know anyone's name at, like, the secondary, like, it's probably not that good. Like, <laughs> Right, let's be honest. I mean, it's probably not that good. If you're an avid football fan and you're like, I don't know IDP though, and you ne- you would hear these dudes' names almost on every team. I'm like, well, I you- mean, Saron Harmon would be the only one if you're a Patriots fan that you would know in that damn secondary. <laughs> so, Tom, you would talk to situation just a moment ago, right? And you, you know, we were just talking about that lead and into the situation. Well, situation a couple years ago with Mark Barron. Corey Littleton was that fill-in, and that was that situation that I was looking at. And one of the reasons why that second, that that back end, he started to show promise. And if you recall, in a couple of episodes before, he was starting to show promise in what month? December. December was the month. So, you know, if you're looking, if you're starting to really check out, um, you know, areas of opportunity for really any 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 position look in articles in november december to see who kind of those those breakout candidates can be in any type of position in this case in particular we're talking about idps and that's how i ended up finding a lot of my gems no you're right i mean and those are little things you can look at um, the other thing you can look at is guys who are off the radar, right? Cause we, you know, we have friends who say this and, and I, and, and I believe it, people forget people because what have you done for me lately? Right. So a guy you might be able to get a little cheaper is Derwin James, right? Because he's oh. been in, right? I, I know he's up there, but like, you see what I mean? Like people are like, Oh, that guy's, it, it, he's always hurt. Okay. I'll tell And you can, right. He's a guy again, injury. Maybe I'm getting a guy and I, that's why I like the Neil pickup. Right, you can get value on a guy who's been injured for a couple of years, and people are like, you know what, I don't want that guy. So you can look at weird situations. It's easy. Like you can pull up a depth chart. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. It's funny because I, I would look at I would look at teams and I would say, okay, this guy's I can pick up in almost every secondary. I wouldn't touch that Cleveland Browns secondary. I don't want any. <laughs> the one team I'm going to tell people don't uh, the secondary don't touch. If I'm wrong, fine. But that they, they literally. But they signed three safeties. I'm like, I, I don't, I'm not going to wait and see like that. I'm not going to. Right? They drafted Delphi. No, but they, that's right? where you monitor. You monitor yeah. who's true. true. And that's so that's the difference, right? So are you picking anybody up now? No. But are you adding to watch list? Maybe. I'm not. Because I'm concerned that you paid two safeties and you drafted Delphi last year. Like you paid Johnson and then you went and got Ronnie Harrison you know, two different safeties, but then you had Delphi a high pick last year, right? And then they go sign all kinds of corners and all kinds. 
Like, I don't think there's going to be enough tackles back there the way the Browns are setting up, the way they're stacking up that defense. I don't think there's going to be any tackles. <laughs> no, I, I don't think they, they actually know what the fuck their answer is. So they're taking they're taking a bunch of shit and throwing it against the wall and seeing seeing what's sticking out in camp. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. I'm, uh, you know, and the other, the other easier cheat, I kind of tell people are newer IDP. And if you want to look for, you know, secondary guys to go look at, look at teams who get, who get torched. Right, that's why the Falcons are the best team to go look at. Not only do they have really no names in the secondary, but they're a team who gets in shootouts. Right, you don't want a team who gets blown out, but a team Atlanta is perfect because they put up points, but then they give up a boatload. Like I want those teams. Like you want somebody who's going to get thrown against, you know, over and over and over again, unless it's a box safety. Like you know, those are the teams you're looking for. Well, so that's where a couple of years ago, when uh, when the Browns were. Know where where the Bengals were the Bungles or where the Browns were just you know a team that you you're you could throw against or whatever the situation was whatever the whatever team was going to get probably stomped on you could play some of those defensive players and flyer situations in a bye week if you or or an injury situation if you if you had. Um, depth issues in one of your IDP player uh, positions. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I know me and you have, you know, we'll talk about uh, another weird situation that me and you've been doing a long time, and I got awesome these teams. You track like a team, right? Me and you track like a team. So, like my next, my next team, I can tell you to talk about is like you go out there and pick up all the Green Bay linebackers you can go get, and hope one hits, right? Ho- hope it turns into Camille a Blake Martin. Martinez. Right, I mean Camille Martin, right? Chris Barnes, right? Zedaria Smith, Preston Smith, right? They got Rashawn Gary right there, right? Ty Summers, Orlin Burks. I, I mean, who they? I mean, Devondre Campbell. Somebody's gonna play line linebacker on that team, and that's a team we chased for years. And then Blake hit, and then Blake left, and it seems like that's another rotation for them. Like they find a middle inside linebacker once he's gone, it takes some years. But that's another cheap spot you can take. Like if you're looking for cheap bench players to try to get a hit on the offseason. Look season, how it hit. Right? Yeah. Look how it hit. Once it hit, it it's hit. Big. It hit. He's a solid guy. So the hit rate's worth it. So that you know, that's a situation you can you can use where a team doesn't have, you know, a true, you know, middle inside linebacker, any linebacker, really. Um, you, you know, find situations like that. You can find cheaper guys. I mean, I, I mean, a guy like a Detroit. There's another weird situation. You can pick up a bunch of linebackers and hope one hits. Um, you know, Jamie Collins is 75 tackles, but he's getting older in age. So, and there's nobody else there. Um, so you can find guys like that. Um, and it's the fun in the off season of looking at IDP of like finding those like weird, a little bit off the wall guys and like cheaper safeties um, and even cheaper linebackers. Like in dynasty older guys, like a, a guy who's a great buyer is probably like a, a David Lavontaine. Because if you're a championship team, someone's probably like, uh, this guy can't hold up. You know, he's you know, he's ten years in the league. I'll, I'll I'll buy him. I'll take him as my you know number three linebacker, number two linebacker. I got no problem with it. Um, you know, even a guy like Wagner is the same kind of way. Even though I think Wagner is a bigger namesake, so he's still up there. You know, and I would I would take I would take David over Wagner at this point in their career. Um, you know, as a, as a nice you know a nice value. Um, let me ask you a question, because here's a guy who's been a potential guy that you own, right? Is this guy going to get 100 tackles this year, or is he just going to be a 
80 tackle guy. And that's, that's Tremaine Edmonds. Is he just going to be an 80 tackle guy or is he going to be a hundred tackle guy? Well, it's really tough to get a, you know, 90 tackles when the guy on the other side of you is getting also 90 tackles. So ding, 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 correct answer. Uh, so it's a little bit easier when you own both of them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that makes it easy, but you just roll them both out. You're right. right. I mean, it's not bad uh, or reliable. It's, it's not I, bad. I, I, I've, hey, been, hey, I've been double, rolling double them down. both out for quite double, some time. <laughs> double down. Why not? Um, so, you know, I like to play the game of averages sometimes. We've been talking about linebackers, safeties, positions that we haven't talked about uh, so far are defensive tackles, DNs. Um, Can we talk about them? Yes. Should we talk about them? Very, very quickly. (laughs) I'm going to give you two names, and then I'm walking away from both positions. One, DeForest Buckner. Two, Danielle Hunter. And I'm out. (laughs) it's <laughs> not bad that's not bad you know and, and the preference you know i was here in the show like d tackle and dns don't get a ton of points in our league because it's a big tackle heavy league um you know they can like a guy like hunter got a couple hundred points last year they get you know many sacks um but yeah i mean there's other guys that like um i like i, I like the potential in the jump up of winfield as a safety i, I want i want to see that progression to year two I'm really excited because he came on stronger than I thought he was in the back half of the season. I thought he was like going to kind of like, so I thought he was going to sit back and he showed a lot at the end of the year. And I'm like, so he's a guy like um, later on. I mean, uh, another guy like who it's funny because he's not cheaper, but he's, he hasn't cracked a lot of top tens. I've seen him barely, but like a guy like queen, a huge upside, you know, from year, from year, from year two, Kendricks is the most solid guy, but I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you my secondary guy, right? I'm going to, I'm going to give you my sleeper corner, right? And that's Lajarius Sneed from the Kansas city chiefs. Right? That's my corner. That's my sleeper corner on a good team, probably playing the slot corner. If not the number two, he, he, he's, he's just an, he's a, he's just a name. He's just a name to throw out there. I mean, you want to go defensive end, we can go another reliable guy last couple of years who's undervalued, and that's uh that's Steven Tewitt, right? Like Tewitt, I like right. Bosa. Right. Uh, both both yeah, of them. I mean, high high side guy. You can get to it cheaper. Like that's the thing. You know, we can you can oh, find the agrees. guy who's trading the guy the guy who has Bosa probably isn't moving Bosa for the world. The guy who has Tewitt, like probably like, oh, you want Tewitt. Okay, and you're like you picked him up, you dropped him, and then you picked him up again. Who are you shitting? <laughs> I did. He ch- changed position. He went to D tackle a bunch of times. Um, but yeah, th- so those. I mean, those are things you can you can find in in, in when you're looking in your off season. Um, and we just drop random names, but you know, I think this episode was more about telling you ways you can find linebackers and defensive players, safeties, corners, even ends. Right, guys leave, get replaced, um, different schemes. And you can read all that stuff. It's not you don't have to be you know an IDP specialist. You can be new to fantasy, and I teach new guys in in IDP. I said, look at a depth chart, right? Pull it out. Uh, football guys is one of the better ones that I use, and 
that's our lads is a great one our lads lads. so there's a bunch of them out there you can look and you can find a hole like i said i was joking but i'm serious if you're a football fan you go to a team and new idp people if i read them to green the green bay linebackers they wouldn't know a single name well if you don't know any names on that team like maybe you know what i mean find an open spot like find someone who uh uh, a good spot is that Raiders secondary, right? The safety over there is a good rotation. They get a new one. They get a new one every year. Who they got this year? No, it's one? Jonathan yeah, Abram. Didn't they draft Jonathan somebody? Abram's going to be just fine. I like he Abram. was, he was, and he was actually my buy a couple of years ago. Drafted him or picked him up. Great buy. Very, very, uh, very low to the point where I think I I got him in a. I, I was also able to get him in a in a trade as well, which was also really cool. So, um, you know, he he was a, a guy that I sought after. Um, so really last year was his rookie season and he showed nothing but promise on that defense. Um, and he's going to be a breakout defensive player this year. So uh, I expect uh, some good things coming out of him this year. Yeah, um, nice pickup. Good call. Talented player. Again, you know, you follow the talent right there. That was, you know, that was great. I know that's that's kind of what you want to do. I mean, you can't not talk about when you talk to D tackles, Aaron Donald. The the difference is Aaron Donald. So I'm going to preface this. So what you what you folks don't see because you're listening to us is Tommy shaking his head. I actually wasn't Aaron, on purpose. Aaron, Aaron Donald. I we I actually brought up his name because you would think that that's the type of type of player that you would want to get, but he's double triple teamed all the time because he's the best defensive player in the league. Player in the league. I don't care what he plays; you can put him wherever the hell you want. So what else are we going to be talking about? Corners, best corners in the friggin' league don't get thrown at. Give me the value. Exactly. Give me the value, right? Give me, give, give me, me the some value. of the shittiest corners in the league, but can they tackle? Or, or yeah, that's or they, what or, I want to know. You know, or their number two corner. Or uh, I don't. Can they tackle? Eli Apple had a job in this league for years, and he was like, he, he was, he was like a number one corner on my team I for years. He, Eli Apple, I fucking oh, love the way he could lay oh, wood. Oh yeah, you know, lay wood. He could hit you, but he couldn't tackle anybody. <laughs> they just kept throwing at him. It was great. Yeah, I want that guy. He ain't gonna last long because he ain't in the league long, but. Yeah, those are guys you can find, you know, fun guys you like, you know, and this yeah, is where you a couple can, of off the field issues, too. But, you know, it, we're going to dismiss that part. Here's where you can make it fun, right? If you really want to make IDP fun. And this is something that I know that, you know, people who get in a dynasty and it's a habit that everyone tries to break. And it's not taking a lot of your hometown players, right? You try not to take a lot of your hometown players, right? You don't want to overpay and lose value, blah, blah, blah. This, on the other hand, is a spot where that's where you – this is where it could be fun for you, right? Now maybe you can take a couple of hometown players like a corner, you know, maybe the safety, right, Uh, a project right there because it doesn't burn you and the hit rate's going to be even better because the guy hits and he's on your hometown team, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. Like that's another thing to look at fun. Like go pick up the guy, you know, because, you know, you can be a fan too, right? This is still fun, right? And that's the thing, right? It's hit rate and fun. And yeah, I, I try. I mean, I, I think I, I've dumbed my teams down and I think I only average one to two on my hometown team. I think I try to keep that number as low as, but I'm not going to overpay for them. Right? Guys I'll pick up for free and maybe hit on, sure. 
Well, let other people pay for them, right? Find, find, find the value in IDP, right? There's great IDP values, right? I'm going to give you my, I'm going to give you my rookie IDP guy, right? Right, and that's my goal. Pete Warner, Pete Warner is going to be the starting inside linebacker on that team. So, Saints. That's P- Pete, Pete Warner. No one Saints. Warner, but Pete Warner was like your, like, ninth rookie guy. So why is he the guy that you you singled out in this case in particular? Talent and situation. All right, I think he's, he was very talented. Right. Very. When I watched him play, he was a guy who looked like a middle inside linebacker, right? A guy who gets the green dot guy who sees plays, calls up plays, smart, smart player. Right. Can he cover? Well, no. Is he the most athletic? No. But again, we talked about guys like Schobert. We talked about guys like Blake Martinez. Yes. They all have a little bit of weaknesses, but the guy with the red dot who can get that role and, you know, green dot and can sit there and he's the guy who stays in the field. Like even if he can't cover well, he's got to stay on the field. Right. So if he wins that job, as a rookie value, right? He's the guy I would buy later on as like a nice rookie value that has a chance. And he's got high draft capital, right? Comes from a good linebacking school. Ohio State produces linebackers. They always have, um, you know, and I think, you know, your boy Browning is 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 in a very civil situation, right? Um, and that's so, you know, that's my rookie walk away that I'm going to leave you with, Pete Warner. You got I, one? I agree. Uh, Browning was one of mine, but – uh, Money Rice is my rookie to watch. I did mention him in in a previous episode, and I'll just stand by it. Um, we'll just leave it. We'll leave it like this, right? Because you know what, Rice is nice. <laughs>